the shadow work is really about bringing light to those parts of us that we have disowned, those parts that we feel aren't good enough or that aren't worthy enough of bringing light or having that awareness with who we truly are. Because as we are, you know, we need the light and the dark parts of us to make us complete and whole because in essence, there's no real dark part of us. It's just our interpretation of those parts aren't good. Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast with your host, Tina Conroy. Gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. Explore spiritual topics, including intuition, healing, wellness, yoga, vibrant living, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Intuitive Woman Podcast. I hope everyone is doing really well. If you're listening in real time, we are under the effect of Mercury retrograde. And we just recently had a full moon. And a lot of people are experiencing a lot of, let's just say, not such good feelings. Uh, A lot of people are feeling headachy, nauseous, not sleeping well, emotional issues, relationship issues. Hang on, everybody. It's going to get better. Now, poor Mercury does get a bad rap because, you know, we kind of blame everything on Mercury, but also know when we're in a retrograde period, it's a time to look at things. It's a time to look back. And that's what they say. They say renew, rebirth, redo. And sometimes what happens is the old stuff just comes back up. And the old stuff kind of comes to the surface, the things that we didn't want to look at, the things that we wanted to put under the rug, or sometimes people will say, put like blinders on. Well, these things come back and they're sort of right in our face and they might be right in your face and all of a sudden you have to deal with them and they're not fun and they're not pretty. Today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about lessons and how lessons are neither good nor bad. They're just lessons for us to learn and have spiritual growth. But before I get to the episode today and my guest, I wanted to center today. So if you can, let's come to a centered state. Close your eyes. Take a nice, long, slow, deep breath in and exhale away. And then on that exhale, let something go. Release and let go. Maybe you're holding tension or worry or doubt. Release it now. We call upon the archangels, the angels, spirit guides, masters, divinity, light, to work with us and surround us, to work with all parts of us as we connect deeper using inspired action, manifestation, and living our highest, highest good. And we ask this always for the highest good. And so it is, and so be it. Take another long, slow, deep breath in, and exhale away. Christy Tersnick is a motivational speaker, life coach, and author of Mindset Magic, using scientific and spiritual principles to create your life. She holds a master's degree in metaphysics, 
bachelor of science degree in biology and metaphysics, is an ordained minister and a consulting hypnotist. For nearly two decades, she has helped people get out of their own way and live the life they were meant to live. Through mindset, motivation, and meditation, she shows you how to create a life of miracles and magic where every day feels like a day at the beach. I love this conversation with Christy. We could have went on and on forever. We became soul sisters. We had so much to say. I really hope you enjoy the show. We're going to dive into some shadow work and listen and hear about our shadows and how we can change that and how we can look at that and change our mindset to really have the life we want. Sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome, Christy, to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. I'm so glad to have you. Thank you so much. I am thrilled to be here. So glad to have you. And there's so much to chat about today. And I can't wait to get into our conversation and our conversation of all the things that you offer, as well as we're going to talk about some shadow work, which is so exciting. And I only know a little bit about it. So I really want to cover it on the podcast as well. Yeah, it's definitely so important and not uh, paid attention to enough, but definitely impactful. Absolutely. You know, we hear a lot about it, but before we even dive into it, I would love to bring the listeners back to a little bit of your history and how you grew up. So if you grew up spiritual or religious, and then kind of bring us up to where you are today. When I was growing up, I was introduced to many different religions of Christianity. And uh, for my family, none of them really stuck. Uh, So I kind of had to find my own spirituality along the way. But what I had discovered is for as long as I can remember, I didn't really believe in myself. I thought that I had nothing of value to offer. And it would be best if I just fade into the background and disappear, not draw attention to myself. And at that time, it was best to be seen and not heard. That was the message that I heard. So I took it to heart and I really started to play that part. You know, I I did what I was supposed to do and acted how I was supposed to be. But all the while, I was really wanting to please people and not wanting to rock the boat or make people unhappy. So somewhere along the line, I had lost my power and I lost my voice. And I really became a shadow of the person that I knew that I was inside. And then when I was 17, I was diagnosed with a heart condition that essentially every time that I stood up, I uh, would get dizzy and I would pass out. So I had to settle into a life that was really less than the kind of life that I had wanted for myself. And the years had passed. And one day I took a shower and things were um, completely different from that point on. Because what had happened is I had just stood up after shaving my legs and I started to get dizzy again. And all of the sadness and the loss of having to, you know, watch my life pass me by was so strong at that at that moment. It was so overwhelming and I felt all of the despair for what my life had become. And I had asked myself, you know, how did I get to this point? Like my life was unrecognizable. And I literally had the vision of a thousand of my dreams kind of going down the drain as I stood there. I felt naked and helpless to do anything about it. And in that moment I had enough. So I decided to claim something more for myself. Like literally I screamed as loud as I could in my mind. I shouted no. And if there were glass in my mind, it would have shattered into a million bits of pieces. But as it was, like it really just shattered me and shook me to the core. And at that moment, I claimed something more for myself. And I knew that I had the ability to choose something different. 
Now, it's so interesting to me because I talk a lot about obviously intuition on the podcast. And we talk about these like aha moments when we listen to that inner voice, when there was that moment where it was all of a sudden everything changed. And it sounds like that's what it was for you. Absolutely. That was the moment that shifted everything. So I started to, you know, really do my my inner work and try to understand why this was present in my life. Because as I was growing up, you know, I had to figure out my own spirituality and my own connection with my deeper truth. And what I have come to understand is that everything that we're experiencing in life is a spiritual lesson for us. It's an opportunity for us to go even deeper into who it is that we are so that we can step into the person that we're becoming. So yeah, that's exactly what it was. It's so interesting because I as well, obviously know that and live that now. And, you know, not always same, same situation. I did not have that situation with the heart condition, but growing up, the same thing, you know, Christian and Catholic. And although I went to Catholic school, we weren't church goers. But as more and more I built my spirituality and the healing work that I do, understanding the spiritual principles that these lessons, you know, earth school are allowing us to learn the things, to uncover. And not all the lessons are what we deem good lessons. Like we'll always have this good or bad, but there is no good or bad. They're just lessons. And when we go through something that is traumatic or something that shakes us to our core, it's almost those are the lessons that wake us up and create that inspirational action step to take that to move forward. But it's interesting because I'd have conversations with people that are not in that mindset. And it's almost like they're annoyed and aggravated. Like you're telling me this horrible thing happened to me and it's a lesson. Like it's very difficult. But once you can embrace that and know that it's a very different way. Not that we want those things to happen, but it's a very different way of being, right? It is. It's really just a shift in perspective because it forces you then to look for the good. Like, what is this an opportunity to teach me? How can I take this even deeper into a deeper understanding of myself and my interactions with the world and and people that I encounter? They're all beautiful lessons, whether or not uh, we like them or not. (laughs) We're, We're growing from each of them. Right. And that's like the spiritual growth period where people go through these spiritual growth periods and all these things are starting. They're looking and saying, I don't know if I want to be in this relationship or I don't know if I want this job or I don't know if I want to do this. And it can be very scary. And at the same time, embracing it and saying, oh, but this is the lesson. So yeah. so does that get us into the shadow? Tell me a little bit about it. And I know very little. I'll, you know, Of course, I've heard it before. I've read some books, you know, the shadow side and the shadow work. And I believe there was a big, there was a, who was the author that talked a lot about the shadow side? Of course, it's going to escape me now. Uh, Debbie Ford. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Debbie Ford. And so I've read a little bit about that in her books, but can you help us out a little bit and just share some light on the shadow side? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So we, uh, whoever we are, we are all wounded in some sort, you know, regardless of who we are, of what we do, of where we come from, we have all experienced things in our life that have caused us to dim our light. You know, all too often we've encountered situations that have caused us to shrink back and to question ourselves and our value. And we've all believed at one point or another that we weren't good enough or smart enough or deserving enough of whatever it is that we were wanting at that point. And we allowed the outside world to really dictate who it is that we could become. So in essence, we really forgot who we were, but in any moment we can choose to reconnect to that truth. So the shadow work is really about 
bringing light to those parts of us that we have disowned, those parts that we feel aren't good enough or that aren't worthy enough, bringing light or having that awareness with who we truly are. Because as we are, you know, we need the light and the dark parts of us to make us complete and whole. Because in essence, there's no real dark part of us. It's just our interpretation of those parts aren't good. Now, does everybody recognize, or, or shall I say, is how do people know what their shadow is? Or is it just, we know, but we don't want to look at it? Does someone help you find your shadow side? You know, I think that we all intuitively know our shadow part. It's that part of us that we keep on rejecting. It's that part that whenever something triggers us, we immediately have that go-to response. Either we feel like we are wounded or we feel like we're attacked or it causes us to feel that sadness inside. And those are our bodily signals saying this is a part of you that needs to be addressed. So if you are able to tune into the communication that your body is giving you, perhaps like you're um, you're noticing a different sensation within your stomach area, for example, when something is coming up, or maybe you feel like a heaviness in your shoulders, or perhaps your body is manifesting things in physical ways. You know, maybe you're getting very achy or you're getting headaches. These are all indicators of things that we need to start being more attentive to and start paying attention. Because if you ask, you know, what is this really representing or what am I needing in this moment? You're going to get information. You're not always going to like the information that you hear because that's why it's in the darkness, right? It's because we've been pushing it away for so long. But the more that you can allow yourself to um, have that permission to touch those places that are uncomfortable and that haven't been given enough attention, the easier it is to bring those back to, to center. And so are the, sh- are the shadow would also, I would assume that if you don't look at it, you're repeating these patterns. So say for like a relationship, if you're in a relationship and you keep finding yourself in relationships that are not good or healthy or perhaps controlling. And then even though you may break up with one person and go with someone else, like if you're not seeing that shadow of you, you're attracting that. So then you have a cycle and you continue the cycle. Absolutely. And that's where mindset really becomes very important because you are going to be repeating that lesson, that same scenario in many different forms until you address or shift the underlying belief that you have about yourself with all of that. So you can change the external, but until you change that internal, things are going to be exactly the same. And I know in your latest book, you spoke a lot about mindset. And you, a lot of your work is about mindset. And there's this mind-body connection. And we hear this all the time. And, and of course, when The Secret came out and we're going to manifestation and affirmation, can you talk to some people out there that are naysayers about this mindset work in general and then how it relates to the shadow part of us? Yeah, absolutely. What is most amazing is the intimate physical connection between the mind and the body. So as soon as you have a thought, there is immediate biological response that is taking place within the body that is supportive of that thought. So for example, if you are having a thought about stress and you know anxiety and things that are causing you a lot of um, tension, your body is going to be releasing a flood of hormones and chemicals that are going to be putting your body into the flight or flight response. It's getting ready to take action on that. And that is 
vastly different than if you're having a thought of peace and tranquility and contentment where your body is going to be producing those hormones and those chemicals that are going to be producing that peace and that relaxation state. So that connection cannot be denied. So you have that thought and you're immediately going to be having that physical thought and or that physical manifestation. And if you are repeating that thought over and over, your body is going to be put into a position of this is the physical environment that these cells are living in and your body is going to be responding based on that. So negative things within the body can come. This is where a lot of times there's a direct association with someone who is stressed and having a lot of tension in their life. And then they are finding themselves oftentimes getting very sick or um, you know, more prone to illness and things like that. And the way that you can help yourself to address the shadow work with understanding the mind-body connection is really getting in touch with your originating thoughts and having that awareness of what is it that I am thinking? Because the all of the thoughts that we have, at one point, they were very valuable. They served a beneficial purpose for us. But as we learn and we grow, sometimes we outgrow those thoughts and those beliefs, yet we hold on to them because they have served those purposes. And a lot of times um, when you're holding on to those outdated beliefs, that's when it makes it more difficult to achieve your goals is because you haven't let go or you haven't grown those old beliefs, which is where the shadow lives. And so it reminds me a lot of what I call like the mind chatter or the brain chatter. You know, it's like, for example, put as you can put it as stress or you can put it as someone who struggles with their weight. So if they're constantly like, I'm fat, I'm unworthy, I'm not good, I'll never do this, look at me, I'm gross. I'm just using those words. It's that mind chatter, mind chatter, chatter. And it's that negative talk all the time that may have started, like I'm using this example for it could be stress or it could be weight or other things that probably started so long ago as a child or as a teen or whatever triggered it. And it just doesn't go away. It's like that voice that doesn't go away, but then you keep reinforcing it, right? Because it's that chatter is going, I'm stressed out or I'm fat or whatever it may be. So it's changing the mindset, but also not just saying it, right? You have to feel it. So tell us a little bit about the feeling part of it. Yeah, your thoughts and your feelings um, are directly correlated. So you can uh, key into how you're feeling. If you're feeling good, you know that your thoughts are on track with uh, having a kind of life that you're looking for. If you are feeling discomfort somewhere within your body, it is a direct reflection of what is going on within your thoughts. So, you know, definitely making sure that you're in tune with how are you feeling? And if you're feeling uncomfortable, if you're feeling unhappy about something, ask yourself, what was I just thinking? Or what is going on in my life right now that is causing me to feel this way? And then starting to do that inner work of, is this something that's acceptable for me moving forward? So it's really having a choice where the work is on the inside. It's the inner work of saying, I have a choice to think differently, to feel differently, to notice it, to take a step back, be the observer, or this is how I'm kind of taking it upon how I explain it, I guess, is take a step back, be the observer, notice the thought and make the choice to change it, right? So, And then notice it like if you feel it in your body and you're feeling yucky or I mean, maybe I know it probably manifests differently in the body. I talk a lot about intuition and the clairs and how they all show up. Mm -hmm. And then making that choice. I think that's so interesting because I think as much as more and more people know this, they don't think they have a choice anymore. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's like they've given up. Mm -hmm. Indeed. And if you want something to change, you are the only one who can make that change, right? We can't expect the world to change because the outside is really 
a direct reflection of what we have going on inside. So if you don't like you know, the environment that you have created, if you don't like the people that are surrounding you, then it's a great opportunity to ask yourself, well, what am I thinking that is connected with all of these thoughts? How are my beliefs being reinforced by what I have going on outside? Oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about if somebody, if if someone comes to you and they want to make a change, they they have this thing and it's really upsetting them and they want to make this shift in this change. It not only is just a thought, I would believe you have to do action too, right? So you have to put the action to it. Do you, what are some steps that you could that you do, that you help with people. I know you work one-on-one and you do some group work as well. Can you maybe share one or two steps that you can share with the listeners? I know you already talked about mindset, but maybe like an action step. So it's not just like, I think it, I'm going to change, you know, because it's sometimes we hear like these affirmations. It's like, I remember the first time I heard affirmations, I loved it. It was, of course, Louise Hay, love her. But they became after a while, very vanilla. They became like, am I really... Do I really believe this? So maybe you can share some action steps to go along with the new, the mindset. Yeah. So what I will um, offer is somewhat tied to to the, the mindset. So for me, when I work with clients, I really have them to, without judgment or criticism, to have somewhat of an inventory of what their mental chatter is and use that as a starting point. Decide if it's something that and they want to continue or if it's something that they would like to change. So once they have that clarity, then they need to identify what it is that their ultimate goals are. So if you want a better life, if you want to make more money, if you want you know, to have better relationships, what does that actually look like? Rather than I want something better, we need to quantify what this means. So getting specific and very, very clear on how are you going to know once you've achieved your goals? Um, because we have to have that milestone of when this happens, I will have succeeded, right? So when they have the awareness of their mind, and, and the thoughts that they're thinking, plus the the ultimate goal for where they're where they're moving towards, then it puts them in a position to take action on the opportunities that are coming forward into their experience. Because what happens is when you shift your mindset into something that is going to be beneficial for you, you have a part of your mind. It's called the amygdala that filters out everything that does not meet or match that expectation that you have for yourself, and it literally collapses as a possibility from the opportunities that you have on an energetic level. So you are limiting yourself based on what you think. So when you are having these mindsets, you are literally being able to only see and only recognize the opportunities that are matching that. And when you have that clarity, you are allowing yourself to take action, which is so critical on all of the things that are always in your environment, but now you're telling yourself that these are the important things for you to move on. And then it's really giving yourself permission to say yes to those opportunities. You might not know how to do it. You might not feel like you have the confidence or the skills to do it. But the first step is really to start saying yes to the things that will help to move you in that direction. So it's a combination of the mindset of getting clear of your ultimate direction and then knowing that you are the authority for your life. So you better start taking that action and that accountability for claiming the life that you want. I love that. Claiming the life that you want. I mean, it's such such a powerful, powerful phrase. And this all ties into manifestation. 
Mm-hmm. I do a journaling and I've talked a little bit about it on the show is every morning I have a spiritual ritual, a spiritual routine. And one of the things I do is journaling and I do three prompts, but one of the prompts is writing into the future. So I write as if I put the date as if the date has happened and I write as if it had happened. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, it feels like magic. It's silly to say this, but I have written, I have felt it and... I look back and these things have occurred. I felt them in my body. I've changed the mindset. And I happen to like the writing part, but I also do sometimes have to work a little bit more with the mind chatter. But it is it is a step for me that helps to write. Because I, when I write, it does help me. And when I first started doing it, I felt, oh, this is so silly. I'm writing into the future. I'm putting the future date on top. I just did this recently. So I was writing into the future as one of my prompts and I was holding a yoga healing retreat and it wasn't filling and I needed 13 women to fill it or it wasn't going to run. And so I hadn't written about it. So I wrote the date, May 4th, and I wrote, I'm at the retreat and it's amazing. And I wrote all the people's names down that I thought were coming. And would you know within four days that retreat was filled? It was... It just... It, I felt it. I was in it. I, I did a little meditation. I wrote as if, as if it was there. If it was in the future. So writing into the future. So I guess it's similar to some degree. Absolutely. Yeah, because really our job is to get clear on what it is that we want. We need to put our mindset and our feelings in the position that will welcome that. And then the universe will match that expectation. You know, at, at the core of who it is that we are, we are all energetic beings, right? So we are just aligning ourselves with those parts that are in harmony with what it is that we want. So there is science behind what is going on. Um, And then, you know, there's that grand, you know, that power that's bigger than all of us that is co-creating as well. But really, like, we don't need to figure out the how, we just have to figure out what it is that we want. And what's so interesting about you, and I love your bio, is that you have this metaphysical background, right? So you have this metaphysical background and then a spiritual background and you're an ordained minister. So you have it from the real hardcore science, right? And then the spiritual side, and you're able to kind of take those together and work them in a very grounded fashion. I'm the type of person that can relate to people that are more grounded, that have a little bit of that. Not that I have a metaphysical background by any means, but I attract people that I can keep people a little bit more grounded, even though I work in the intuition and I, I speak to my angels and I do mediumship readings. I'm a more grounded being. And I love that about you because you exude that as well. You're very safe to speak to other people and have people come to you because you have both of that. You have the science background and then you have the spiritual background. Now, I'm just going to jump into this because when did you become an ordained minister? Was that further on in your journey or... Before, after the metaphysical, because I know you went to school and studied. Yeah, it it was definitely farther along. So I started my education with the hardcore science understanding of how life works. And then I had my daughter, which caused me to start to question all of the deeper questions that we all ask. You know, why am I here? What is the purpose of life? And I really wanted to be able to answer with some sort of depth and honesty and integrity, the the questions that I knew that she'd be asking at some point. So that put me on the path of learning more about the spirituality. And it was just an automatic, uh, natural progression of blending all of those two. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful blend. 
It really is. And isn't that true? When we become a parent, we have all these new questions and it takes us into a different realm. My children are young adults at this point, 24 and 20, and I'm still learning every single day. Matter of fact, I, I feel like I'm learning more now than I did when they were babies. You know, there's just so much to for us to learn another life lesson as we as we kind of move forward. But yeah, it, it's definitely a nice merging of the two that you have. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, and I think that so often our children are our greatest teachers because they are the reflection of who like what we're teaching them. You know, so it's a really great opportunity to see what we're thinking of the world and how we're showing up based on how they're viewing us. Now, do you teach your daughter? How old is your daughter? She's uh, nine. She's oh, nine. okay. Do you teach your daughter to change the mindset or to use positive phrase or not yet? Or how does it show up in your life as mother daughter? Yeah. You know, I started doing a lot of that throughout her life. And it's more like every day we talk about, like my question to her is what's going to make today great. And she knows, she says, it's my attitude. You know, it's the way that I'm experiencing and and showing up in the world. So when she has, for example, like a difficult day, we'll talk about, you know, how did you play a part in all of this? What could you have done differently? Or are these your thoughts or are these the thoughts of other people? You know, making sure that she's not owning the other people's opinions and things like that. So it's a combination of, of everything that I've tried to learn and, and teach. Wow, that's that's amazing. I don't think a lot of children get that. So she has a beautiful gift with you and I know you have a beautiful gift with her, right? It's no coincidence that you're your mother-daughter. Absolutely. Where can people find you, Christy? And tell us a little bit about your books and then a little bit about your latest book and and we'll guide everybody to your social media and your website and I'll put everything in the show notes. Oh, thank you. My website is powerful-mind, that's M-I-N-D.com. And I'd also like to offer all of the listeners uh, three free meditations that can be found on my website to help you shift from more of the chaos that's going on in everyday life into more of the, the calmness that you have within yourself. And yeah, I'm definitely all over on social media. And then regarding my book, my last book was called Mindset Magic, Using Scientific and Spiritual Principles to Create Your Life. And it's a blend of the education of how your mind is working in tandem with the laws of the universe and how you can make all of those things work for your benefit. So you're creating the life that you want on purpose and with intention. And then the second half of that is more practical application and it's filled with meditations for specific topics of abundance or relaxation, you know, stillness, connecting with your deeper self and things like that. Oh, I love that. And don't we need that more and more right now, today. hundred <laughs> percent. Everybody needs to go and do that. We really need to change our mindset for sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I'll put all the information in the show notes. So if you're listening, just know in the show notes, everything you need to find Christy's information. And this has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise and just your wealth of knowledge and combining the science with the uh, spiritual and, and just... Uh, making this uh, life a better life and a brighter life for us to change our mindset. So thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you. And you know, the platform that you have here is really a beautiful expression of who it is that you are and how you are showing up in the world because so many people need this information of how to trust themselves and their intuition. So thank you for uh, creating this for everyone to grow and expand, to shine their light. Oh, you're welcome. Well, many blessings. Namaste. Namaste. 
Wasn't that such a great conversation? I loved the invitation that Christy and I spoke about to change our mindset. And when we change our mindset, we can really create that manifestation and happiness and purpose in our life. I want to let you guys know about a few things that are coming up in the local area. So this Sunday, April 15th, I have Intro to Energy. It is a two-hour workshop. And in this workshop, I'll be talking about different energy modalities. One is Reiki that I talk about very often, as well as therapeutic touch. There will be a guided meditation. We're going to talk about energy. We're going to talk about the history. And I'm going to talk about how we're made of energy and how we can create self-care with these modalities. Also, later in the month, April 24th and 25th, I'm holding a Reiki 2. This is in person again, and you need to have completed Reiki 1. This is the second level of Reiki in the Asui lineage. If you're interested in that, please contact me. You can always go to my website and contact me or Tina Conroy. 111 at gmail.com. And then always know that there are my free 20-minute discovery calls. I am really here on this mission to help and empower women in their life. So if it's a reading, if you feel that it's time for you to have a guidance reading, then connect with me. Maybe it's a long-distance Reiki session, or maybe you want to dive deeper into some of my coaching and spiritual intuitive mentorships. So you know where to find me. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I wish you a blessed, beautiful day. Namaste.